Welcome to Rock Solid Radio. This is Merle Hutchinson alongside my lovely wife, Linda. How are you doing today, Linda? I'm a little tired. You look a little tired. What in the heck's going on? I didn't get great sleep last night. Did I keep you awake? Well, was it for me punching and kicking like mm, I have? <laughs> not last night, but you have done that. You've been swinging at me and kicking Man, at me. Almost, like, like I make sure both eyes are closed and I just You have pop. these nightmares <laughs> where you're like taking out the enemy and I happen to be the one laying next to you, so I get it. But no, it wasn't you last night. I just... Ooh, I was just dreaming. I, my head was full and I was just could not sleep. Going camping somewhere or something <sighs> like that. Maybe. Maybe. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry about your sleep deprivation, but, you know. I have some n- caffeine. N- not that I don't want to have any, uh, no sympathy, but we got a show to do. I know. Right? But that does kind of work, right? It does. It actually kind of leads exactly into what we're going to talk about. Um, recently, we received a question. You want to kind of go over the question that we received? Yeah, this could have, this may be from you or. Or could could have been written by you, but it says, I have a five-year-old that just started kindergarten. Welcome to the school world. Every night's a battle to get him to go to bed. My husband and I don't agree on how much we should force the issue and demand our child to go to bed. My husband says we should be strict and put him to bed at eight. And if he cries, we should let him cry it out. I agree bedtime is important, but our son has cried and came out of the room for hours after we put him to bed. It's exhausting for us. My husband gets mad and then he goes in the other room to watch TV and I find myself on my couch with my son. We need help. What should we do? Uh-oh. <laughs> you got any phone numbers you can give them the call? Oh, wow. Uh, so here comes the reality check, right? Like you said, the school year is starting. Mm-hmm. All summer long, we kind of did our own thing. Yeah, and that was fun. Late. It wasn't a big deal. Who cares? And now we're trying mm. to get established into some trying routines. To reel it back okay. in, right? Yeah. Well, that is a great show. But mm-hmm. um, as I sit there and think about that, like I could... You know, we just finished our toolbox series, mm-hmm. and we talked about all of these different little scenarios that <laughs> we've that gotten come a up. lot of comments and responses. on Lots of stuff in the toolbox. Yeah. So <laughs> if you haven't checked it out, you need to go back the last month and just check out those stories. Yeah. So this is not not actually part of the toolbox series, but it actually could be. It yeah. really plays into like, well, how do you specifically deal with some of these situations and. Yeah. Um, I, but think, I, I think you should be the five-year-old little boy screaming and crying. You could have done a great would, job at that. Like Man, you, we missed it. Like you were the natural whiner. <laughs> I would have been very natural oh. at, at uh, kicking and screaming at the bedtime. I had one woman that told me that she took that that video on the screaming kids on the shoes. Actually, yeah. it was a screaming parent in the shoes. And she showed it to some kiddos, her oh, grandkids. Her, oh. <laughs> her grandkids. And she's like, that's you. And so <laughs> they don't think they liked it and very the, much. And the kid said, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. So, All right. Well, let's get into talking a little bit about how we can help you parents out there. Not just with bedtime. We're actually going to probably trickle right out of the bedtime thing and get into mm-hmm. some other areas. Because really, bedtime is just another uh, time. It's mm-hmm. a symptom of how things are running in the house. So meal time, car time. Yeah. Yeah. And and really, if you, if you apply what we're going to talk about today, again, there's not a one 
fix one uh, method fix everything kind of thing. Every kid's got their own situation. We have our own personalities. Yeah. But when you apply some basic principles, whether it's homework time or whether mm-hmm. it's bedtime or whether it's meal time, you really can start to see uh, some traction and some fruit from the labor. So anyway, uh, let's get into that. We also, before we like to get started, let's just thank our uh, sponsors here. We want to thank Casey's Outdoor mm-hmm. Solutions, and we'd like to thank Maxwell Construction for coming alongside Rock Solid Radio and giving us the opportunity to give yeah, these messages. So we sure. want to thank those guys. We also want to remind you that there's a lot of other things that Rock Solid Families does besides our weekly podcast. We also have another podcast called Strong Dads that you and a younger dad, Kyle, do. A knucklehead. Every, that's posted every week. And you can find that I on I hope you YouTube. heard that, Kyle. I'm not talking about you. I'm I just love talking you, Kyle. with you. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, but we also do faith-based coaching in our office in St. Leon, Indiana. And part of what we do is um, we work with couples that are wanting to get married. And so if you know of someone or you yourself are planning to get married or in a relationship where you kind of feel stuck, um, there is some great resources out there when, when we can get together with you. And so we do premarital counseling. We do um, marriage counseling counseling or coaching um so we would just love to connect with you if we can help you out as a couple please do not make that about the money right i mean uh it's actually about 200 what are we 225 now for that yeah um that is the cheapest thing you will ever spend money on for the quality of your marriage and you're talking about like if you're getting married if you're getting married (laughs) it's not even the cost of the cake right 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 (laughs) and and i mean the discovery process of that Mm -hmm. that we go through there's all kinds of aha moments. I mean, a lot of times we don't want a whole lot of aha moments, right? Mm. Like we like when things like, yeah, yeah, I get it. That's good. That's good. But these aha moments, you'd rather have those this side yeah. of the wedding bells rather than post wedding bells. Because then it's uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then it's, it's uh-oh. uh-oh. It's that, uh, we uh-huh. also have two marriage retreats or marriage events coming up in the Cincinnati, greater Cincinnati area. We wanted to make you aware of. One of them is at Bridgetown Church of Christ, which is on the west side of Cincinnati. And that is on Sunday, September 26th. It's a, just a day evening. of. It's actually an evening event. And so that is available to you. It includes a dinner and free childcare. But it is there's a cost for the dinner and you need to reserve ahead of time. So go to Bridgetown Church of Christ. You can Google that and just look up under marriage and you can register for that online. Yeah, that's that's going to be a fun one, about a two and a half mm-hmm. hour deal. That'll be fun. Be we fun. also are going to be part of a marriage retreat weekend where we are presenting um, at that. There's going to be multiple presenters. Mm-hmm. We're going to present a couple of the different lessons there. But it's a marriage retreat that is uh, being put on by Bright Christian Church, which is over in the southeast Indiana side of things. But the, the actual... Um, retreat is right. in Cincinnati. It's, right, it's in Mason, I think. Uh, over Mason in Mason. Uh, mm-hmm. the, is it the Hampton? I think it's or, the Hilton. Or the Hilton. Yeah, I think it's the Hilton Garden. You can Inn. find more information right. for that at Bright Christian Church. Bright Christian Church, Church <laughs> website, and you can search under events, and you can register for that online as well. And that's November fifth and sixth. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so those are two, uh, actually three things that are related to marriage, but two actual uh, opportunities to just kind of get mm-hmm. a shot in the arm, get a reboot, whatever it is, a reset button, whatever yes, you, you need. Yes, you love the reset button, and uh, to go from there. All right, so let's get into our topic a bedtime. little bit. Okay, Ooh. so we're going to talk about um, the bedtime thing. But like we said just a little bit ago, we're going to expand that because it's not really the bedtime that's the issue. There's Bedtime is just where you're seeing some things come mm. out. They're starting to display them. 
himself. But don't confuse yourself with the idea that it's only bedtime. No, it is soon. Mm-hmm. It, they might start with bedtime, but it'll trickle into other areas. And the next mm-hmm. thing you know, you will be finding yourself in a lot of these little back and forth battles. So yeah. we, we're going to we're going to move it out of the bedtime here as we go through this. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, if this is something that's really important, you know, parents will act like it's important and persevere in order to establish it in the house. So we're hoping that you're watching this because it's not been going well and you want to get this under control. And so maybe you're not even realizing it is out of control yet. We have parents, for instance, hon, who still believe in the the family bed that believe that their mm. children are safe and secure and better off sleeping in between mom and dad than in their own bed and in their own room. And we're just telling you, research says, and we from personal experience know, that's not the healthiest place for your ch- it's, for it's a It's a good place to break up or hurt a marriage. Mm, and we yes. will speak to that firsthand. We see that very frequently with couples who are struggling in the marriage. Mm. And sometime in our conversation, we find out that there's also a kid that's sleeping yeah. in the bed. So unless you live in a one-room teepee <laughs> out in the middle of the plane somewhere, it is time to speaking move of your this, child out. Speaking of which, we're thinking of going camping in a tent, which we have not done with our adopted kiddos. So we'll stay tuned on that one to see how our bedtime routine They are went. sleeping outside of the tent. <laughs> in that <laughs> one-room teepee. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, honestly, not only is it not good for your marriage relationship, maybe you're like a single parent and you're like, well, there's no one else in the bed with me except the child. It builds insecurity for your child. That's really hard to believe, but it builds insecurity in your child because they almost use you as a receiving blanket, like a like a comfort. And without you, it's kind of like not having your pacifier or not having your blankie. Mm-hmm. And so you got to realize that you're creating a habit that's going to be very hard to break Hun, and I'll, create I'll, problems. Yeah, you're, you're 100% right. And I'll go one step farther. Uh, I can't say this doesn't happen with men, but I frequently see it happen with women. When mm-hmm. the husband is out, maybe he travels in his job or whatever, she oftentimes will use the child as a yeah. pacifier yeah. because it's just another, it's a, it's a comfort thing. Mm-hmm. And so she feels even more comfortable when the child is in the bed with her. Yes. And so it's not just about the child getting their comfort satisfied. Mm-hmm. It is oftentimes the adult who's feeling insecure and is using the yeah. child to help uh, supplement. So just keep that in mind when one is inviting the other into a bed. We even had this with our sibling, with our children and the siblings that they were feeling insecure or scared and they would ask the other one in. And so it's almost like saying, I need my pacifier. I need my blankie. So just kind of keep that in mind. But we want to tackle this problem in this bedtime routine specifically by really looking at what is your value system? What is your family going to stand on and what are they going to fight for? And you as a couple, if you're married or if you have a significant other in the home with you, you've got to decide together, this is something we're going to nip in the bud and we're going to fight for because we know it's not only just healthy for our marriage, but it's healthy for our kids. Yeah, great point. And prior to us recording, you kind of reminded me of something that I think is important. Like, guess who establishes the values of the family? It is the leaders of the family. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes, hon, you and I just make the assumption that, yeah, the parents are going to step up and be the leaders. And the reality of it is, is a lot of times in the home, 
the kids are leading or we just don't quite know who's leading mm. right and so the kids are establishing the values maybe oh, yeah. maybe they don't go out and state them but they actually demand they're certain calling things the shots. right they're calling the shots and so the very first thing we really need to do is we need to establish who is leading the home mm-hmm. who the authority figure is not the authoritarian as we've sp- spoken many shows before but the authority like hey the buck does stop at me mm-hmm. what are we going to stand for so mm-hmm. before we even get started when we talk about the bedtime routine or any other routine, stop making assumptions. Linda and I both came from very different homes. Not not totally different. A lot of these things with mm-hmm. upbringing were pretty similar. But don't make an assumption that you both agree on stuff like bedtime. Yeah. All right. Well, it's interesting because you and I both know when we have a couple coming in and they're working on family issues or parenting issues and they'll say, well, he doesn't want to go to bed or he doesn't like to sleep in his own bedroom. Then we're like, okay, we kind of know who's running the show here. Right. Like, or they don't like what I cook. So I make them chicken nuggets every night. So like, you've got to admit, okay, they're, they're the boss in the house right right now. And, and I need to reestablish and we together as a couple, which is so hard when it's a single parent because they kind of feel like they're doing both roles, mom and dad. They're the bad guy no matter mm-hmm. what goes on. But together, if you have someone else in there, you've got to dis- establish what's your value system and who's the boss in your home. Two things. Two things that we want to encourage you to do when you're establishing the value system. Okay. First off, you are listening to a faith-based show here. And we make Mm -hmm. no apologies about that, and there's a reason for that. We, first and foremost, establish our value systems and what the Bible, what Scripture supports and Mm -hmm. backs up, okay? Where the Bible doesn't speak, all right, then we want to go to scientific evidence. Whatever, and again, this has been, I mean, I'm a science guy, but science does change, and more evidence does come out, okay? But if, if the Bible is silent on something, then we go to what or, the yeah, scientific... Yeah, they collide. Obviously, the Bible trumps, But right? what, what's so funny, though, hon, is they almost never collide. Mm. And that's what the cool thing is about this. You know, like, what you start to see, oh, like, what was mm. recommended in the Bible, oh, we start to see, especially mm. in marriages and family, mm-hmm. that the science, like, 100% supports it. So, yeah. first off, like, when we talk about what values you should have in your home. Linda and I are not in a position to go in your home and say, you should start valuing this and this and this and this. No, that's what we had to do in our own home. Mm -hmm. But in your home, your values have to be stuff that you are willing to enforce. All right. Yeah. And so if Lynn and I went in your home and said, from now on, you have to start valuing this, and it didn't quite jive with what you were thinking, you're probably not going to commit to the enforcement. Right. So for instance, and, and we're talking about bedtime routine. So let's look at what the experts tell us are recommendations for sleep for our kids. You know, you may think, oh, my kid only needs four hours of sleep or six hours of sleep. Well, what does what does research say? What does the doctor say? And so you can Google that really simple. We actually did that and how much sleep kids need. And we can even put that chart right. up on our thing. But, you know, definitely depending on their age, including naps, you know, little guys need 12 to 16 hours of sleep. And, and that's 
so this is from the American um, Academy of Pediatrics. Yeah. And so this is like for the total of the day. Right. So in a 24-hour period. So this is talking about the like the number of naps we have, mm-hmm. any other things. So we accumulate that together. And hun, just like you said, the little guys, 4 to 12 months, are looking at 12 to 16 hours. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. As we move on, one year to two years, these guys are looking at 11 to 14 hours. I'd love to have that. <laughs> I want to be anymore. a toddler. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Preschoolers, 10 to 13 hours, okay? And that includes if they take a nap, like after school or before they... Right, know. right. And, but here's kind of we're getting into school age, mm-hmm. 6 to 12 years old. We're still looking at these kids getting 9 to 12 hours. Now, remember, mm. at this age, there's a very good chance they're not getting naps anymore. Right. All right. So now we're talking a 9 to 12 hour nine stretch. To 12 hours. Okay. And so the idea that your kid goes to bed at 11 o'clock at night... <sighs> You are totally messing Mm. with their health. Yes. Okay. And this is not stated anywhere in the Bible. Hmm. This is through what we have managed to to test over many years. And so that's how at least we would help coach and advise people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you have a teenager who believes that they're invincible and they could stay up all night and work all, go all day, it doesn't work. And so sleep deprivation is a real thing and it's tied very tightly connected to anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. Can you hear that? Which is, by the way, on the rise. So eight to 10 hours is recommended for kids 13 to 18 years old. Eight to 10 hours. Think about that. Are your teenagers getting eight to 10 hours? And if they have a phone in their room, can I just tell you, they're not getting eight to 10 hours. Right. They put it, they put it over there and they they keep it out. Right. I'm sorry. They're not. It's, it has notifications popping up and they get up after they can't sleep for a little while and you don't know what they're doing. While That's why our kiddos, their phones sleep in our room. In mm-hmm. our bathroom, actually, so they're not even next to our bed. Yeah, I don't want to hear the stupid thing buzzing all night <laughs> yeah. because you can hear the stupid thing buzzing all night. Yeah. That tells you that their friends are doing yeah, all of these up. other social media things. Yeah. And if it were in their room, it would be buzzing and waking up our yes. kids. Yes. And of course, our yeah. kids might be right in there chiming in. So first things first is together or apart if you're a, s- a single parent, you got to decide how much time does our kiddos need to go to bed or you know, how much time do they need right. to sleep, I should say. What's their bed? time you've got to decide and then you got to agree we're going to enforce this and we're going to support each other in this effort all right yeah number one excellent point so the next point and this is even for us adults and and there's more and more sleep studies Mm -hmm. on this is the whole idea of the sleep uh, routine the bedtime routine sometimes we talk about sleep hygiene like in other words what you're actually doing to prepare sleep hygiene absolutely sleep hygiene (laughs) look it up check it out right and so that whole idea that you you especially with little kids who mm-hmm. do not have a concept of time like they can't look at the clock and say it's eight o'clock all right but they know when certain things start to happen, happen yeah. that we are now triggered into the next phase yes. or the routine prior yes. okay so yep. this is so important hon, because now we see so many parents whether um it's a single mom or it's uh, mom and dad have late nights and they're back and forth working that it's like whenever they walk in the house they go it's bedtime <laughs> right and the kid is like what what, yeah. what, what do you mean like yeah. i i'm just watching my favorite tv show yeah. okay yeah. So we have to establish a regular routine. There are opportunities for breaks. So maybe you take that Saturday night or that Friday night and you go, hey, tonight we're going to do a little different. We're going to do some popcorn popcorn or stay up till 10 o'clock or whatever. Whoa, 10 o'clock. Okay. Mm -hmm. But the rest of the days, 
it is important to get their cycle yeah. ingrained and moving if we don't want to fight this yeah. all the time. Okay. So can I just tell you, um, for those who have not been watching Rock Solid Radio, we have five children. Two of them are adults and married, and we have grandchildren, but we have three children who we adopted six years ago almost. When they came into our home, they had been in five foster homes in five years, and their whole life had been disrupted, and nothing was secure and safe in their world. And so this routine of this bedtime was so critical for them. And hun, they were so hungry for it. Right. When we established that there was a snack time from this time to this time, maybe 7.30 to 8. Mm -hmm. And then at 8 o'clock was showers, okay? And from 8 to 8.30, we are showering. And then at 8.30... We're reading a book, we're doing our prayers, and by 9 o'clock or 8.30, whatever, depending on how old they were, that was bedtime. And I'm telling you, they felt that security. It was almost like we were wrapping them up in a safety blanket. And that was something that to this day, and they're teenagers now, they still crave. They crave going in and getting that shower. They crave that snack time. They crave that, and really, they need that. If you want to reduce anxiety in Mm -hmm. your kid, make as many things in your environment predictable. Yes. Right? There are plenty of other things that you can allow your kid to to not have as predictable and learn to problem solve on the fly. Okay? But a lot of these things that are daily, that's not where we need to spend our time figuring out and wrestling whether uh, we know how to do it or not. So these are the things we want Mm -hmm. to establish, set routines, and that just creates security. And Hunt, what is interesting is um, all of our kids have gone to that point where they actually like well, there's no such thing as us really saying Enforcing you need to it. go to bed now right. they, because they do it. that's their pattern that's yes. like oh i'm getting kind of tired it's about that time mm-hmm. okay and we yeah. don't have to like run a watch on them going okay it's this time we mm-hmm. because that is what their body is now comfortable yes. with and we've said it on other shows before consistency leads to security And vice versa, inconsistency leads to insecurity. So in this world of insecurity right now, where anxiety is off the chart, can you help your kiddos by just bringing it in and giving them something they can count on and have as predictable in their schedule? That's what they need. Okay. Next, what's next? Yeah, so once we, we've lined out this routine, we get our kids used to that, but we also want to tell our kids what they can expect from us and what we need mm-hmm. to expect from them. So even when they're little kids, they're two and three years old, okay? So, hey, uh, mommy, daddy, we love you. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we're always here to take care of you. Uh, we, we will protect you. All of, These are the things that your child needs to be able to expect from you. Right. Remember, you might take that as an assumption, but... But listen, if your kids never know where you are at night, Mm. they don't know whether you're going to be there to cover them if they need it. Mm. Okay. So when there's a lot of disruption in the home, there's a, if, if mom and dad are out a lot and they don't, they just show up because they've been out and the next thing you know, Mm. it's 10 o'clock. I guarantee you kids aren't going to bed. Mm. right because they love the security of knowing who's got their back yeah and so you have to tell them what they can expect in the meantime i Mm. want to establish with them what i expect out of them yes honey we love you okay it's 8 30 now we've got our bath we read our book we did our prayers it's time to go to bed mom and daddy are going to go into the other room and so we need you to stay in your room and we love you here i'm going to kiss 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 night 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 cover up okay we're going to stay in our bed okay I don't want to stay in my bed. 
it's time for bed. Okay, we're going to stay in our bed. All right, I'll see you in the morning. And then you leave. Okay, they're going to try to maybe rubberneck you and like don't want to let you <laughs> rubberneck. go. Rubberneck. Well, you know, like grab you. Neck, Choke like, out. No, yeah. <laughs> they might scream. And you just got to stay as calm as a cucumber. Okay, honey, it's bedtime. You know how this works. Every night this happens, you know, and, and this is going to eventually play out. Now, you may be going, yeah, right. You haven't been in you my house. You haven't been in my house. <laughs> because you close the door yeah. and they start yelling and screaming and crying. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Now, when that happens, all right, you at, you at first, your initial response is you ignore it. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> you, you don't respond to it. Um, there is a small chance that it will stop. All right. Initially, there's a small chance. So I'm not going to try to fake you out and believe you, lead you to believe that. Especially if it's uh, the first time trying to do this. Right, right. So they are like, oh, this is freaking me out. They're scared to death or whatever. Or they just want your attention. Okay. But you're going to ignore it. All right. If it goes silent, great. And, you know, I, I, I always we are working under a responsibility and safety protocol. And today it's easier than ever because most of you out there probably either have a sound um, audio um, monitor or mm-hmm. video monitor. So you can actually step two feet out of the room and you can actually see whether their safety yeah. is at risk or anything like that. So we are not talking about ignoring things that are dangerous. Right, if their head's stuck in between the Right, things. suck it up, big boy, you'll get out in the morning. I don't know why you're, no. you're crying, your head's stuck in the bed, you know. Yeah, so we are going to ignore, all yeah. right? It, but but if it continues, you right. know, and it's bloodthirsting cr- cries, and you're probably the one listening to this because you're like, I'm about ready to lose yeah, my please mind. Please get to the point. This yeah, is where I'm because waiting. Because this is this is what I'm looking for. You you gently, quickly, quietly go in without stimulating, without turning on the light, without making a lot of noise. You go in and you shh them. You're gonna be okay. What's wrong? I'm scared of the dark. I, I see a shadow. Okay, well then maybe turn on the closet light or if they need to go to the bathroom or they need to get a drink. You know, there's a million and one excuses. We've heard them all. And so you take care of the need, right? And then you're quietly, okay, it's time for bed. Do not give them a t- ton of attention. Do not let them go watch TV with you or do lay in lay your bed. Do not lay down in bed with them. Do not lay down in bed with them. Anything you do that makes them feel like, aha, I got them. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get past this hump okay you have got to dismantle it it's almost like you're throwing water on the fire mm-hmm. okay and so you do walk out yes and uh, even if you have to peel them off of you you're okay yeah. and they may follow you we actually had to put a gate up and our little boys we had the door open because we didn't want to lock the door and lock mm-hmm. them in but we had to open the door and we had to put a gate and we had a child who literally fell asleep at the gate he would hop out of his little toddler bed because he finally and then he got to the age where he could flip over the gate, <laughs> <laughs> and we were in a two-story house. Right, right. So we put another gate at the top of the steps. So. So, so these are part of it. But this next time when you walk out, you're going to before you walk out, you're going to say, "Now I'm not coming back in. Mm-hmm. Everything's okay. You're yep. safe. I can monitor you. You know whether they are old enough to understand that you have a video monitor. Mm-hmm. I I'm watching you. You are safe. You're okay. We're not coming back out. Okay. Yep. At that point, we walk out. 
This is where we make or break right here. Yes. Okay. This is where the perseverance has to hang in there. This is when, you know, hun, the, the few times that we've owned new puppies, <laughs> new puppies, the, everyone who's ever owned oh. a puppy, they know instinctively that they're just going to have to get this. Endure it. This, yeah. yeah. And that's what this little child is going to be about. And so we might have several nights. It could go uh, mm-hmm. several weeks where it, they are long nights. Okay. Yep. And again, in the moment, they seem like eternity. Yep. But the point is, is we don't want to be talking about an eight-year-old that's still sleeping in bed because yeah. everybody's using each other as a pacifier. Or I've seen this before. They're allowed to stay up till everybody goes to bed. Right. Like, well, because they won't go to sleep. Well, that's because this is a parenting issue, not a child issue. That's right. Okay. And so if this continues, by the way, moms, I'm speaking to the moms right here, because it's usually that bond, that connection that's very hard for the mom to let go of, and they they get to your heartstring, right? And you just feel like, oh, I can't leave them. They're snotting all over the place. Then make dad do it. Okay, or alternate well, tag team, yes, tag team, tag team, yeah. So that maybe it's dad coming in next time, and so you you just gotta short, quick, stay the course. That's the key, right? So uh, this is great stuff here. All right, a couple of things that you know mm-hmm. uh, that probably will happen. All right, <laughs> one, um, they might go down, they might be quiet, but all of a sudden at twelve thirty at night, you're in bed, yes, and your door cracks open. And it's not a burglar. <laughs> All right. And they start to snuggle they back in with you. They start to come back like, in the room. Shh, they're going right? to me. You have a couple of choices. Oh, man. One, go back to your room, mm-hmm. go to bed. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. They start crying or whatever. Okay. I'm going to pick you up and I'm going to put you back in the room. Yes. Okay. It sounds right? so cold, but. The third, the third choice. So, because sometimes there could be legitimate fears. All of our kids have. Um, different levels of anxiety, and you never quite know what's going on inside of that brain, mm-hmm. okay? Here's the deal. I'm going to put a blanket down on the floor, all right? And I can do it in our bedroom. This is just with the little guys, okay? They can sleep on the blanket. They're not sleeping in our bed, all right? And this is a last resort, this by is, the way. This is a this last resort. This is not resort. what you want to go to, because they're going to go in your room and sleep on that blanket every night if you let them. Well, and again, we want their bed to be more comfortable than the floor, <laughs> right? So I'm not trying to create a little, um, you know, great cushy, little resort cushy. cushy. Yeah, No, this is, uh, if you're going to sleep in here, there's hardwood floor and there's a blanket, okay? <laughs> so that's what you have. That, And again, this is not a punishment. This is trying to get them to really get the endurance to go, Uh, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to stick with this. That's what we're trying. This is a long-term benefit. When we can teach our kids to endure and get through some difficult times at a young age, this will start to be moved right into other things. Yes, yeah. Let's talk about some other things. Yeah, well, let's first clarify some things. They're going to throw some nasties at you. They're going to scream. Maybe even they know that there's a monitor listening. You don't love me. You don't love me. I hate you. I mean, their parents have come and cry, crying like my kids think they I hate them and they. Hate I must me. be cold. I've never cried about. Oh, uh, don't take it personally. Okay, this is their manipulative tools to get you to give in, and also doing it at three a.m. is hoping that you're too tired to get um putting back in their room. Okay, so you have a real 
choice here, okay? And then also, we don't negotiate with terrorists. Uh, Do not let them... Did you just say that? Seriously, we don't negotiate we, with terrorists. We're joking. We're not really we're, calling our kids not, terrorists, not, but... But yeah. kinda. Well, yeah. but I mean, if they say, but 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 I'll I'll be How good about, tomorrow, or right. you know, can I have only only a few minutes? Yeah, Just another stay half an me. hour, you know, and my show's almost over. That kind of stuff. So be really really careful because when you give in, you just make them think, ooh, there's a there's a crack in the door. Especially if you give in and that counters what your spouse has already oh, said. Man. Okay. So now not only did you break the code, but you also undermined yeah. the partner who is in your camp. Okay. So that's why we don't even go there. It's yeah. very plain and simple. We don't get emotional about it. And I understand that a child is a child. This is huge, hon, because we have more marital issues coming in our door because their parenting has gotten emotional and they have given in. And one parent's like, we're not supposed to give in. They're like, but he was crying. And and so then there's tension between the two of them. So please stay united front and allow this child to feel the safety, security, but unity in the two of you. Yeah. So that was bedtime. But mm. hun, really, that whole idea, I can just move that right into all of these other areas where yeah. there are these little back and forth battles. I wish we had more time. Right. But I mean, like mealtime. Okay. Mm. Again, the part of, of mealtime. Mealtime, we establish it. We have a routine. Maybe mm-hmm. we have, okay, it's getting ready to be mealtime. All the kids have a little job to get ready. Oh, mm-hmm. you can help set the table or you yep. can help do this or you can do that. And so we know how mealtime rolls. Mm-hmm. Time is that whole idea that we have an organized time that we do meals. This is not just, well, get something whenever you're ready yeah. and pull eat from up the, TV, the dinner tray. You can eat yeah. the room. Yeah. And it's one family meal. One family meal, mom, we're not making, you're not a short order cook and you're not making five specialty, you know, menu custom items for whoever but, wants to eat but certain hun, things. But they won't eat. Oh so you want goodness. them to just go hungry? They, they will eat if they're really hungry. Yeah. And again, guys, this is, they won't eat because there's no reason for them to eat what you've laid out. Yes. There is something coming just a few minutes down the road in their yes. mind because that's how they've been trained they're picky, up. They're picky eaters though, honey. We have an extremely picky eater in our home. Mm. All right. But that does doesn't mean anything if they are we've seen him practically clean the pantry out eating it when he finally gets that hungry and again we cook one meal prepare Mm -hmm. one meal one food we do not make them eat everything that's out there we say whatever you take you will eat Mm -hmm. okay if you don't eat it then there will be nothing else there's the rest no of that snack night. right if you're not gonna eat dinner you're not gonna there's... wait 15 minutes and then eat a bowl of cereal it's literally this meal okay that you're gonna try or that you must not be that hungry and you know they will survive trust me but again this is about establishing authority this is about establishing that we are one family and we're eating one meal where this isn't you know we're not just because that's what we're breeding right now is this entitlement of i deserve what i want i can have it my cake and eat it too no this is we're working together as a family sure you can cook their favorites but don't cook their favorites every night and then make your husband something different because he doesn't like their favorite like one meal Right, yeah, we have the uh, way too many families that we know mm. have 
a like 300 pound bag of chicken nuggets stuck somewhere in a freezer. <laughs> and that's what they resort oh. to every night. And it doesn't mean the family can't have chicken nuggets. It means that that's not going to be the special thing just for that one or two kids. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It means the family's going to learn to cooperate and they're going to build that endurance and yeah. they're going to learn to deal with what they have. What an awesome gift that mm-hmm. you give your kids when they learn to deal with what is out in front of them. Huh, that seems a lot like life. Yeah, exactly. And you know, this is all about being a strong leader with a clear vision of what you want for your family and what's healthy for your children. It's time to assert ourselves. I had some clients that want me to do a whole series and a whole teaching mode on assertiveness because we are just avoiding things and we're not speaking the truth in love and we're not asserting ourselves with authority. We're second guessing ourselves and we're just, you know, letting our kids undermine our authority and our decisions by what they feel like in the moment. We need to show them commitment and perseverance and and, and this pecking order of how things work. God, parents, children, that's how the order works. And that's how it goes to into the next generation yes. successfully. And, yeah. th- and again, that's the point here. We want that next generation to have every bit of the foundation that we had. All right. And again, we is in a crumbling state in many areas right now because we've already broken it down. So we're trying to reestablish, hey, who's leading? All right, let's wrap it up, babe. Yeah. So as we want to close, again, we want to thank our sponsors, Casey's Outdoor Solutions and Maxwell Construction for just coming alongside Rock Solid Radio and allowing us to do these programs that we feel are really practical and really important for families. Building a stronger community, (laughs) one family at a time. Make it a great day. And tonight, I'm staying up late, and I'm eating chicken nuggets. (laughs) Take that, Mom. (laughs) Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions. Casey's is a premier garden center and gift shop located in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. They offer a wide selection of high-quality plants, landscaping materials, and home decor. They do amazing high-quality work and can help you transform your indoor and outdoor living spaces into something beautiful. So stop by Casey's Outdoor Solutions today and let them know you appreciate their support for Rock Solid Radio. Visit Casey's today at 21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Maxwell Construction, who has been our sponsor since the very beginning. For over 30 years, Maxwell has delivered the highest quality projects by holding to their core values of customer satisfaction, positive attitude, respect, and excellence. So if you have any kind of commercial construction need, give Maxwell Construction a call today at 812-537-2200.